Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast. In this episode, I explore the topic of what our purpose is, or this question, what is my purpose as we move through this life? And um, it's, it's something that's been on my mind and my heart this last week just due to a conversation that's come up with a few of my women friends, and especially after becoming a mother and this whole huge shift that happens around you know being purposeful and looking after someone who needs everything from you and how that really shifts you know what what it is to have a purpose and what your purpose is and um so yeah it's it's a really i think it's a good one i think it's one that um this is a topic that we all sort of kind of are raised with even questioning like oh you know we gotta grow up and get a good job, get married, have kids. And, you know, there's a mainstream societal sort of idea around what purpose is, I think. But then there's a piece of that puzzle that's missing, a big piece of that puzzle that's missing as we, um, if we only focus on those things, which are, I think, more surface and materialistic. So I kind of dive into some of that and some of the other uh, ways that we can explore what it means to have purpose and, um, and how, how we can really allow ourselves to open to the possibilities of what that even means to have purpose. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to Heart Wide Open Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Beth Hubbard. In this podcast, we will explore all things joy and sorrow, ups and downs, and living with our hearts wide open in this beautiful experience we call life. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to diving in deeper with you. Welcome to this episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast. I already feel so much joy being able to share with you this evening as I have had um, less space and time to create more episodes. Um, I think at the beginning I was doing one every week when Birdie was much younger and um, now she's five months old or a little over five months old and she's more interactive and she pulls at everything and puts it in her mouth and just makes it a little bit more challenging to um, be able to sit and record. So um, I have a little bit of space right now with um, Birdie is with Craig and um, I just feel inspired to share. And um, yeah, when I don't share for a few weeks, I just miss being um, open and, and there's something about the way I'm made up that I do really like to share my heart. So <laughs> I feel like I have a little bit of a build up right now. of not having shared so um thank you so much for being here with me for this episode i think we're up to episode 13 which is great um this week you'll hear um the magic of the sunset symphony um outside here on the farm i'm sure that you can probably hear that in the background because it's um the sun has just set and it's been a nice hot steamy sunday um getting into our summer weather and yeah it's beautiful time isn't it when um we've got the longer days and then when the sun goes down there's just a bit of relief from the heat (laughs) um so this week i was inspired by a topic 
um, from some of the women in a women's group that I'm in, and we have a, a chat that we have together on WhatsApp, um, a message kind of going, and, and it's a group of women that meets every week, and um, I'm a part of this beautiful group of women. Um, now that I have Birdie, I am not getting to the actual in-person meetings as much as I would like, um, and I've maybe been to one or two since Birdie's been born, which has been really special, and it's just a time to share how we've been feeling and just have some really important sacred time together. Um, but that being said, since I don't get to meet with them in person, it's still really lovely to have the, you know, the message, the chats, um, and kind of see what's happening for people even through that and feel connected that way. Um, this week, something came up that I felt really inspired by to explore a bit more on here. And even through the message messages with each other, I was really inspired by a different, um, you know, different viewpoints of the topic of basically our purpose um, and this topic of um, especially for those of us that are women that are beca that become mothers um, and how how that idea of having what is my purpose how that really completely in my opinion from my experience shifts um, so I just was really inspired by that it really I forgot how much that would consume me in a way um, the topic of just this idea of that question of what is my purpose um, and so that's what I really wanted to speak to a bit on this episode because um, I think it's something that each of us at some point in our lives really does question um, what is my purpose what am, you know what am, what am I specifically doing here and in, in this in this place in my life um, and I, I reckon that for me I feel like it's been one of those questions that I've I don't want to say battled with because that sounds really like um, like I've been at war with this idea but I would say that it's been one that's kind of been up and down for me where I have times in my life where I feel really um, strong about what I'm doing and passionate and like oh I'm on my path or however you want to talk about it I'm you know living my purpose um and and then there's been times when I'm just feel so so lost and feel so um disconnected to whatever the that idea of my you know what is my purpose and living my purpose I've been so disconnected from that and just feel like I'm floundering and sort of um when I think, you know, it's one of those things when we feel purposeless and sort of like we're just kind of drifting along, I think it really is powerful for us to feel that we are living with purpose. Um, I think it really feeds into our deep inner self and the desire that I think a lot of humans have to be here doing something important. I think that's that's what it is. And then when we feel disconnected or like we don't know what my purpose is, um, oh, what am I doing day to day, there's 
um, a listless feeling, I think, almost like a, um, I think, I think it can almost lend itself to even depression and, um, just that feeling of being a bit confused, um, and if we feel like we're not contributing in some way, there, there is this feeling of lack. And I, I'm speaking obviously only from my own human life experience. And I've lived, I feel like I have lived many lives in this time on earth. Um, <laughs> just with my different, different things that I've done. That <laughs> I've touched on some of those things in the podcast. There are many more things that I could touch on, um, but the the times when yeah the times when I've felt sort of at a loss about what you know what I'm meant to be doing are sometimes when I look back at those days those are some of the hardest days because I feel that I I think I felt like maybe I was just um, we could feel like we're wasting our time in a way. We can feel like we're—I um, don't want to say not worthy, but almost like, oh, what am I? What am I even doing here then? Like, what you know? If I'm not contributing, or if I don't have a like, when we talk about the even the idea of what the, our purpose is, what comes to your mind? So for me, in the past, it would be, oh, what's my job? That's so much of what we, I think, are taught um, in our upbringings, in school, and society. It's like, well, your purpose is, you know, what what you do at work. And, and then when you think of what you do at work, it's like, well, what, what makes money? And if it makes a lot of money, then that you're probably doing something, you know, your purpose is really valid. <laughs> I mean, this is just, I don't feel these things anymore. But I'm just thinking of how we are, um, how we're taught in a way uh, as a general society and, and this idea of, yeah, having the, so we, we, we're raised to do well in school. And again, even that, like, what does that mean? Like, get good grades, get good grades on your tests. And then if you get good grades on your tests, like in the States, you know, and you get good grades and you can go to college, you can go to a good college, and then if you go to a good college and you do well in college and you have um, good grades in your college years, then you come out and you have all these accolades and then you can get a good job. <laughs> and I'm doing quotes, which you can't see of course, but it's like all these things and then, you know, and then you're really purposeful because you're kind of following this, um, sort of set out these goals that we have and that we're taught to have. And I'm not saying that these goals are a bad thing in any way, but I feel like there's a big, there's a big part of that piece of that puzzle in our lives, the puzzle of life, that is missing when we attribute our purpose to good grades, um, you know, really... Um, really good job, making good money, um, and and especially as we get older, and we could be, you know, even the idea of have you got, have you, are you married, are you married, do you have kids, 
And if, if you're someone that's not married or doesn't even want to get married, you know, that might make you feel a little bit strange as you move through this, your life and in the way that, you know, our Western society is still sort of set up in this way of like getting married and, and having kids. And as someone who didn't always know if I was going to be a mother or have kids, um, that's a, that's a tough one because if you are living your life in a different way than what is the mainstream, um, you can be hard sometimes. You can feel really like you're not validated in any way by, you know, this overall societal view of your life. You haven't gotten married. What? What's wrong with you? You don't have kids? And that's a tricky one in and of itself because for some, they don't want to have kids. And then for some, they really, really want to have kids. And for whatever reason, they're unable to. And so they're also in this place of feeling that one of their, one of the things that would make them feel purposeful and fulfilled is to be a parent. And if they're not able to, and there's also this combination of living in a world that part of what your purpose is, is to become a parent, that can be really hard for people. I know that for me, I definitely had struggles with that when I was in a different place where I, you know, I speak about in my other episodes where I, you know, divorced multiple times, um, you know, getting into my 30s and not having children yet. And I think there was this feeling of like, yeah, like almost like uh, not being worthy of maybe being, even being a woman, like, oh, I haven't done the thing that you know, I'm supposed to be doing because I'm a woman. And that's a terrible thing to put on yourself if you're a woman out there that, you know, has, if they've, if you've ever had these thoughts um, or if someone's ever made you feel that way, I really feel for you. I feel for you I am there because I've definitely felt those things about myself and I've even felt that from others of like, you know, well, what are you doing? Like... <laughs> You better hurry up because, you know, you're not going to be able to fulfill that purpose. And that's like your main one. Um, and there's definitely times in my life when I really resented those sort of attitudes that people would place on me um, without knowing my story. You know, that's the other thing is we don't know what, what it, we do not know what other people are going through. If they haven't told us, how can we assume? And I, that's something I'm constantly trying to remind myself when I you know, when I see something and if I, I feel any judgment or anything coming up, that's usually just my own shit, um, right? But I don't know that story. I don't know her story or his story. I don't know what he's come from and and to be careful with that. So I feel like um, that's another thing that comes up when I think of like what is our purpose and what society kind of puts on us. Um, having Having a really you know, having a nice house. I don't know if that's, I think it's, it's still a thing, you know, having a nice house, having probably a nice car. Um, I think some of these things are, especially in certain circles, not emphasized as so much important, as important as they used to be, but I still think it's there. Um, so I think these are just some of the things that we think of 
when we feel into that question, what is my purpose? And then those of you that are women that have become mothers, I mean, I can tell you for me, like it's, I think I'm still in that new phase of just being, you know, not thrown into motherhood because I've obviously chosen this and very much desired it. But it's still like almost even when you've chosen and you desire to be a mother or a parent, it's still like a whirlwind, almost like, whoa, what if, you know, we're, we're in it now, we're like, here it goes, and it's just like constant and full-on and changes every day and challenges you every day. Um, and the woman that I was before I had Birdie, she's, she was like, I loved her, you know, she was really, like there was, I speak about her, and maybe that sounds strange to you, but... I do think, <laughs> how beautiful are those birds? Um, I do think about how I was so in love with my passion for yoga and movement and really heart opening and encouraging others to open their hearts and constantly kind of working on that for myself um, and really, yeah, working on myself and there was times in my life, which I know some of you that know me or have listened to enough of these episodes, um, so you know me, um, will laugh at this, but you know, there was a time in my life when I was working in a bank, and I don't know if I've talked about this other part of my life, I was living in Chicago, and I worked in a bank, um, and I was like a sales lady, <laughs> I was a salesperson, and I wore suits, ah, can you even believe it, um, and heels and stuff, and I mean, I think back fondly though, because I was like, man, she just, I was just exploring, this other version of Chrissy was just exploring, and so in a way, that was my purpose, and I had a nice car, like a, a brand new little, little V-dub, which I didn't need, because I was taking the L, the train everywhere, um, you know, that I didn't need the car, like, it would just sit there all the time, anyways, and it was more about it was just a different life, you know, when I worked in that sort of um, environment and and that was my purpose. And then, of course, you know, finding yoga, becoming a yoga instructor, moving to Australia and teaching, um, that was my passion. That was definitely, you know, where I felt, I felt really fulfilled in that I was giving back and it was something that I absolutely loved. And I think... I feel like, I think it's so, so different for each of us. It will be so unique when I asked you the question, what is my purpose or what does that make you think of? Like, I think each of us will get a little bit of an, a feeling in our bodies or we'll get a picture of something in our minds. And I think it's so unique. I don't think there's like one way to just say, oh, this is the definition of what, a pur what your purpose is. And I think it changes as we move through our lives and um, go through different phases. So I very, very vividly remember that time when, you know, especially when the yoga was new and it was just started taking over most of my um, my waking hours. And, and then when I really started to feel into that heart-opening exploration and how that started to kind of just um, trickle into each class. And each class I would teach would sort of kind of move in that direction a bit more. And then when I found different styles of yoga that was even more heart-opening, um, 
and started doing workshops on heart opening. And I remember my first workshop and I just loved it. And it was just so, I was doing the thing, you know, I was doing my thing that I, that just lit me up. And I think that's, when I think about purpose, I think it's like, it, it is a lot of that. It's a feeling for me. It's like a feeling of being lit up and, 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 and an abundant feeling, um, a feeling of, especially like seeing um, people that would come to my class and seeing them change in a way that were, and them telling me this and, and also kind of just visually like seeing it in their bodies and their energy, the opening, the opening to love, the opening to their own hearts and their own purposes and their own um, intuition and that just like lit me up with fire it was just like I can feel even now the thought of that and the memories of those times with students um, and that I think is a really good way into a really good way for me to define that very hard to define question about what is the what is your purpose it's a f more of like a a feeling and an essence. Um, it's no longer to me this idea of a job or how you, how you make your money or what kind of house you live in. If you're married or if you have kids, it's like this more of like this essence of who someone is. And so I think then as a woman who goes from that you know um i think when i came to the farm i i did struggle i i struggled really honestly with, i'll be really as if i'm anything else but i'll be really honest with you <laughs> why do i say that um moving from brisbane where i was teaching like a lot of yoga classes and yeah, I was working really hard and some days it was just really challenging because I'd teach in the morning and have a little break in the day and then teach a couple classes at night and, you know, do that most days and um, and it was really full on but at that time it was, it was really fulfilling and I loved it and I felt really independent, you know, and and then meeting Craig and, which I've talked about in other episodes about how we fell in love and I moved here up to the sunny coast on the farm which, you know, sounded super beautiful when he was, you know, kind of, this sounds terrible, but pitching it to me, like, oh, come live on my farm. It's really lovely. We're right by the beach, you know. And, um, and it is beautiful here. And it is close to the beach. And it is a beautiful lifestyle. And it's very different than living in the city. But I was taken from, you know, I took myself from what was my passion and my purpose. And I was still teaching some in Brisbane. And I would try and do the drive. And I did that for quite a while, actually. Um, I would drive and I would sometimes teach a few classes in one day just to make it worth the drive. And But it was taxing, right? After a while, I'd get home at like 10 or after 10 p.m. and just be like wiped the next day. And But it kept me sort of feeding into, it was still feeding my, you know, that purpose and passion. And, and then we had the yoga shala, but it was still new to me up here like no one knew me up here and I was feeling a probably and I think I went and taught for a, a studio or two here on the sunny coast just to you know still feed into that um what I love to do which was yeah 
teach and teach movement and heart opening. But it was just, I remember feeling like it wasn't enough. Like I remember feeling sad a lot and a bit disconnected from what I was meant to be doing, you know, like Craig had still had his thing at the farm and um, all that comes along with that. And I, I was starting to try and work on opening the yoga shala and, and have some classes, but it was also new and everything's a bit quieter and slower up here. There's less people and... So it felt really like I wasn't doing the thing that I, you know, felt like I was meant to do. And anyways, that that changed over time. And and I think I changed so much over time as in I just, I wanted to slow down after being up here for a while. I think I became more in sync with nature. And even my classes were less about the power yoga and more slow movement, observation, really tapping into present momentness and um, and it really, everything started to shift, you know, that started doing women's circles and inviting in other sort of offerings that I wasn't, you know, doing back in when I was in Brisbane teaching full time, um, and started helping more with things on the farm and trying to get more involved with that. So it could become more, um, mine as well. And I could be just more tapped into all of that. So that's, some of how things shifted for me but it was really a tough period of time and it took me quite a lot longer than I think a lot of people realize just really feel like this was my home and my place of purpose it really took time to adjust um so I think we and I think we go, we all go through those things like when we have to move move jobs move houses um when relationships end and we kind of lose this sort of maybe we have a bit of a too tight like probably for me I had too tight of a grip on what what I felt was at the time this was my you know this is my thing that I did I you know full-time teaching and sharing from my heart and all the classes in the world that I could fit in and um which wasn't going to be sustainable you know it just wasn't and I and I think part of me knew that in the back of my mind I knew but I just at the time, I was like, I didn't really feel like I needed to think about that. And then, yeah, moving up here really, really shifted my idea of what I'm doing here and what, and, and learning to be okay with letting go. Sorry, that's what I was saying, the tight grip. So I was probably holding on quite tightly to being a yoga teacher. And when I moved up here and I wasn't teaching as much anymore, it was kind of like, oh, well, what am I, what am I doing and who am I? Because that was obviously in some way defining me, which that gets tricky when we have this one thing, this one thing or this work or whatever it is that defines us in a way. And what about when that goes away? What if it, you know, what if we can't do it for some reason and, and then we have to really adjust. And it was for me letting go of this tight grip, which is kind of like my lifelong lesson, this lesson of just, you know, letting go of tight grip of anything, which is a tough one. And so letting go of this grip of, oh, I'm the yoga instructor. And coming up here and really feeling into, well, yeah, I'm still a yoga instructor, but I'm also a part owner of this farm now. And also, I'm, you know, looking to 
be cre creative with this new beautiful yoga space that I have, our yoga shala, and how, how does that look to me, you know, and, and really managing that. And so there was just, there was a lot of things that when I moved up here that I had to let go of. And then also what was beautiful was to open to other ways of being and other ways of being purposeful. And then when we became pregnant and I, and you know, with Birdie, being pregnant with Birdie and starting to shift into the role of being a mom, even then while pregnant, things start to really move in a different direction. And I could feel that I was managing the yoga shala and I was, we had, heaps of events on there was lots of people that were utilizing the space which at the time was was felt like it was the right thing but it just started to get so hectic it was just like so many events and every week and it was me on the computer all the time setting them up and me you know putting things out on social media and it just became my life and then I was still teaching some at the shala but it was a lot about the events and I was being pregnant and I realized I just, this isn't going to work. Like, I, my energy will need to go to our baby when our baby is born. And so I had to, even when I was in the beginning stages of motherhood, which is when I was pregnant, I was already shifting my purpose and going, okay, I have to release my grip on this stuff. And it was, so we talked about having someone else help manage. But in the end, COVID-19 um, hit while we were pregnant and it actually ended up where we had to shut the shala um, and I think it all worked out really beautifully for us because it just kind of forced me to have to stop doing any of that and it was a perfect time actually for it because we for us because we I think we're both hitting that point of like hitting the wall of like how much we could do with the shawlage and it just wasn't feeling good anymore it was just zapping us and it wasn't feeling um like we weren't we didn't feel like we were really working with people it was just people hiring the space and we never wanted that for that space because it's so sacred so it was interesting the timing of that and so we I ended up shutting it all shutting all the events letting that go of that and as I went through my pregnancy, realizing that once we did open up again, whenever that was, I didn't want it to look the same way and I, I didn't want it to be busy anymore and I didn't want to, it, I could feel that I wasn't going to be able to manage it and that I didn't even really want to commit to having to post on social media and you know, do anything with a shala, which was a tough one because Craig's already got enough to manage with the farm and everything else going on. Um, and so it was just, we kind of left it up in the air. Kind of like, okay, well, we'll just have to, once, you know, we're allowed to open up again, um, we'll have to look at either getting someone to help me or, you know, at that point, maybe I'll feel like I can manage some of it <laughs> with a newborn. So... Even then, I was shifting kind of what was what I was meant to be doing with my life, and and I knew I could just feel strongly that I wanted to have all of my energy, as much of my energy as possible, into our little uh, our little baby, and 
I didn't want to be distracted by anything else, even yoga teaching, even teaching a class. You know, so we, when we did open up again, I, we were so blessed to have such beautiful teachers in the shala. And I used to teach Saturday morning with a lovely woman that when I asked her, she's a beautiful, experienced teacher. When I asked her, she was super on board and it just took this weight away from me, weight off my shoulders of like, oh, it's okay for me to not teach right now. Even though when I was pregnant, it felt weird to think of that, but I could feel that was the way to be. And then when when you give birth and your baby is there in front of you and you're holding this little being who relies on you for every single thing. She relies on us for every single thing. And I, my, one of my beautiful friends said the other day when we were having this discussion on that WhatsApp message of the women's group, she was just saying that the first three years, your baby, your little one thinks that you are one, that you and your baby are one being. And I knew that they thought that um, for a portion of time, but she said it was like the first three years. And I think that is so powerful. And that is, um, and it can be overwhelming, obviously, you know, as, as never having a child. And then, um, and then all of a sudden you've got this little bundle that you love so fiercely and powerfully and, and they bring you so much joy and love, but they also need you for every little thing and it becomes your day. And mostly this will, not always, but I, I would say traditionally and mostly it does fall to the mother. And for me, I'm in a position where I've put my hand up to say, this is what I want to do. I'm dedicating especially this first year I want my energy solely to go into my daughter and her her life her upbringing and her experience because it's such a powerful time for them um, these beginning years and what they receive from us it really shapes I think how they're going to go on to experience their life so for me, now my purpose is to be Birdie's mom. And I, it's funny because I, <laughs> this is going to sound really, I don't know, maybe not bad, but I think I always, I don't think I ever pictured myself as being someone who would be okay or happy and fulfilled with being solely having it be solely my purpose to be her mom, to be a mom. And, and I can honestly say right now that that is truly what my purpose is. And I'm very, very happy with it. And I'm super, super fulfilled. And I know, though, that this is not the case for every woman who becomes a mother. And that is okay. That is absolutely okay. The conversation that we were having on the message about, came up about, you know, one of the women was saying, you know, sometimes she struggles with what have I done today? What have I accomplished? And she feels like sometimes at the end of the day, it's like nothing. I've done nothing. You know, she's been with her, her baby all day and she spent time looking after her child and, and then also bringing up the idea of like contributing financially because we 
you know, obviously if you are a full-time mother and you're not going out somewhere, leaving the house, going out, earning a paycheck and coming back home and seeing that money go into your account and you're like, all right, I, got, I did the thing. And, <laughs> and so for some of you that either are forced or have made that decision to be a full-time mom and not gone out to get a paycheck, my another lovely friend on the same message was listing off all of these amazing facts. She's like knows so much about breastfeeding and all these things, and um, she was just talking about the thousands of dollars if you're home with your bub and you're breastfeeding, the thousands of dollars that you save on not having formula, and just even the cost of you know daycare once once your child gets old enough and how expensive daycare can be if you do end up going out or you need daycare or you need to go to a job and, and make money and, um, and how much it can be to, to just sustain daycare and especially every day. And, and so she was kind of saying breaking down the costs of, of staying at home with your child and saving money on that. And just the, the emotional, mental, physical looking after a child and the importance of doing that really, really well because that is shaping our future, the future generations and our society and how powerful that is. And it's, it was beautiful to hear because it's, I, I've felt really fulfilled by this, but I understand that as time goes on, I think I could see how it would become, you know, as Birdie gets older and Maybe she still needs me, but not as much, but I'm still, you know, being full-time mom for her, how that could get more challenging. And, and I, I have times even now where I feel like, oh, should I be teaching? You know, should I be doing my thing again? Should I um, go back to teaching in the shala? Should I, um, should I be offering something? And, um, and then I think about how fast this is going. And I think about how I'll feel when I look back and if I was to give up time with her for whatever reason, if it's like because I need to fulfill something else inside of me or whatever, I can just feel there would be regret. I can just feel there would be a a bit of sadness later on if I was to look back and to see that I had this really short, precious period of time where Bertie is so little and so needs and loves being with her mama in a way that she never will. <laughs> not that she won't love being with me, but not in the same way. Um, and I just, I just can feel inside myself this wisdom that says to go all in just to go all in being her mama and to be the best mama that I can be for her and to know that those other things especially when they come up things I feel like oh I should be doing something but you know I should be um making something offering something I'm gonna but instead I'm gonna go fold this you know third basket of laundry over these last couple days, or I'm gonna, you know, put laundry away or make food or 
sit down again and, and breastfeed and um, I can feel that there is nothing else right now that's more important than just giving my love and giving all of myself not all of myself, but most of myself and my energy to Birdie. There's a portion of that that it needs to go to Craig and to myself as well and to give back to me, which is a little bit of a tough one sometimes, especially, you know, that she's still so little and needy and um, and I know that it will shift, so I don't feel this, like, urgency. But... I can just feel that that, for me, and this again, this is solely just my own feelings I'm sharing about my life experience, but that I want with all of my heart to simply be Birdie's mama and to love her so deeply and fiercely that she would have no doubt ever, ever, ever in her mind that she is so desired and so loved, and so looked well looked after, and that maybe she won't remember <laughs> in the way that we have memories of you know when we get older, but hopefully there's something inside of her little soul that will, as she gets older and grown up and she becomes an adult herself, that she will still look back to this time and and can feel you know this immense pouring out of love from her parents and her family that that just loves her. So I think for me it's been an interesting shift um, and a very strong one, a very like very decisive and I think I was saying earlier that I just never really pictured myself as being, you know, the the full-time mom and I would see moms doing it and even ta- talking about homeschooling and all the things and now I'm even like wow, I can't even imagine like the idea of sending her anywhere like to school or anything (laughs) and I know that's probably normal because she's still little and she's still my little baby um but there's a part of me that's even open to right now the fact that I'm even open to that like the idea of keeping her close to home and 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 exploring you know doing school with her and and all the other different opportunities and alternative ways of doing things that there are now out in the world which I'm grateful for um and just even being a little bit open to that, whereas I never would have thought that. Even when I was pregnant, I wasn't sure about that. And now I'm like, oh, maybe she doesn't need to rush off to school. And I won't I won't be, you know, sending her to daycare because she'll just be with me. And um, But I think there's other women out there that do have their babies, that they love just as fiercely and want to give them just as much love and attention, but also find that they're in a position where they have to work or where they want to work again because they love their job and they love what they do and they don't want to give that up. And I think that there's something about that as well that's um, that's perfect for them. You know, that is, that's why I think this idea that, you know, for some, for some women maybe they feel that pressure of like having, having to stay home and, and maybe they feel like they're being um, a bad parent because they want to go off and explore other things and and or because they need to go off and 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 work for whatever reason and to maintain you know their home and their lifestyle um 
that there's nothing wrong with that, that that is perfect for that person. And that's why it's so, you know, specifically an individual thing, this idea of purpose, that even when we become parents, that, that I think it changes so much, this idea of purpose and what that entails for each of us. And, um, and then maybe becomes more of a mixture of things, whereas before children, you know, our purpose is, is um, probably a bit more of a selfish thing. Um, maybe not for everyone, but, you know, it's very self-focused. Um, whereas when we have children, the purpose then shifts to away from us, I think, and, and moves to these other little people that we've, also, we've brought into this world. Um, so I just think it's really beautiful, this conversation um, that I was inspired by at this, um, this, the WhatsApp chat with the women that I meet with. Um, and I loved seeing this conversation, you know, going back and forth about, you know, one woman saying, well, I'm not sure I've accomplished things. And sometimes I just get frustrated that I'm not bringing in money. And, and another woman saying, well, look at the money that you're saving and, and look at the such important work that you're doing for society, for your child, for this human. And what can be more important than, than that, you know, because that affects everything about our world and the way that we, how we love these little people, how we, um, how we lead, how we show them, you know, what is important to us. And then what they, you know, when they grow up and they remember these things and they're so influenced by um, the way that we give to them what we offer as parents. So I feel that, um, I feel that it's such a, it's such a powerful and important topic to explore as we move through this life experience. And I think that it's okay that it changes. And I think that um, I know, I can feel that it will continue to change for me, even as a, as a mom now, um, because I, I can feel I'm, I'm purposeful in a way that I've never been before. Um, and I think that's just natural because when another human comes in, another human that you've brought into the world is there in front of you. There's just, it's hard to see anything else. You know, there's, I don't know how I could see anything else as more important um, or something else that needs more focus and more of my focus and energy and attention than this, this little girl that we, that we love so dearly. Um, so I think I definitely feel more pur purposeful than I ever have before. Um, but I also wanted to say that the things that I felt so passionate about and that I loved doing and offering, those things haven't gone away. You know, like I can still feel that that's there and I can feel that that's going to shift and continue to change and um, that it will transform as it's meant to as long as I don't keep a tight grip on anything and that's um <laughs> and that's the tricky bit and that's the constant lesson I believe and so I think if you're in that position where 
in any one of those positions that I've been speaking about is in that you aren't quite sure, you know, about what you're doing. Just give yourself give yourself a little bit of a break and allow yourself, especially if you're making a transition or you're in between things, you know, just remembering that it's it takes time to release the old and to let go of a, a tight grip and to just sort of loosen it a little. And maybe just give yourself some time to do that. And look at if you are having a tight grip on something that's changing for you and that now you're moving into a different phase. And I believe that each of us has so much to offer in this world. And it's not always about, I, when I say that, I don't mean necessarily about a job or a career or work. It's just like we are each brought into this world with our own specific, powerful, beautiful essence. And we have the ability to move through life and put that out into the world, whatever that is for each of us. And that, and that, and that will change. But I think that each of us does have that. And if you want to call it your purpose or whatever, that you have that as well. 100%, I believe we each do. Um, and I think it's something that we... I think it's important that we explore it in the way that I've been talking about it, away from the mainstream societal views about it, because that can sometimes make us just feel like yeah like we're not moving anywhere or not we're not here with um a true purpose and so if you've ever felt that way just know that you're definitely not alone i think so many of us feel that and just look at other things in your life look at your your beautiful personality look at what you give to your friends and your family if you are a parent look at how much you give to your child or your children and feel the importance and the power and the beauty in that role and that's what I feel now and I'm I am in that phase where I feel I can feel the importance of what I'm giving to Birdie and that at the end of the day if I haven't done a single other thing then give all of my love <laughs> and physical comfort and yeah, feeding her and playing with her and giving her lots of attention, like that in and of itself is the most powerful and important thing I can do each day right now in this part of my life. So if you're there, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you and that is, is a beautiful thing that you're doing. And it's an amazing, important, amazing, important role. Um, and if someone makes you feel like you're not valued just remember that what we've talked about here and explored here on this episode is that being a parent I think holds such an important can be one of the most important jobs that you'll ever have as you shape these young people these little people that you're bringing into the world um, for our future and yeah, that's pretty powerful. <laughs> it feels so beautiful to share these thoughts with you. It feels really beautiful to connect 
and to talk about something that has really been on my heart and my mind this week. I really, really appreciate and love that you've been a part of this and um, I hope that it's resonated in some way. Um, and I hope that if you've ever felt that feeling of like being lost and not knowing, you know, what am I doing here? That if you felt this way or you're in that position or just feeling some of that energy of not sure, um, I hope that you can hear these words and that it will touch that part of you, that that part of you and your, that part in your soul that is, you know, wants to be on fire and lit up by whatever it is that you're meant to be lit up by um, and that you can open to that because that's a lot of what it is, I think, is just to open to the possibilities. So thank you for joining me for this episode. Um, it's always beautiful to connect and share and to explore together. I really, really appreciate you um, listening and and being a part of this podcast. It's really a special a special part of um, my life in which I I think I reflect on things in such a, a, a deeper way than I even mean to when I first started recording it and sharing some really intimate parts of myself. So I appreciate you opening your heart to um, these explorations. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast in which we explore the topic of what is my purpose. We explored that in the realm of parenthood. We explored that in the realm of just being um, raised in maybe more of the societal view of purpose around our work, our job, if we get married, if we have kids, and how that affects us when we don't do all those things, especially in the right the right order, in quotes. <laughs> and, and just how we can look at so much more. There's so much more within each of us that can um, really speak to what purpose is, can be more of a feeling, can be the essence of who we are. It can be those things that just light us up. Um, so it was really, really beautiful to share these thoughts and feelings with you and speaking about my own experience as I move into motherhood and how that's really shifted my purpose in life. Um, as always, I love your feedback. If you don't follow me on Instagram yet, I do um, share pieces of my life on Instagram and my tag is at tinyyogi. Um, so I'd love to hear from you over there and I usually announce when I've got new episodes up on Instagram. So thank you again for being a part of this conversation. It's so lovely to share with you in this way. I look forward to sharing more in the next episode. enjoyed this episode of my podcast I'd be so grateful if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested any of your friends and family and also make sure you subscribe to hear more episodes